So here we are beginning the fourth quarter of 2021. And if you're a sports fan, you know that means anything can still happen in the fourth quarter. Anything. Sports analogies are certainly not my long suit, but my point is that fourth quarter in sports is an area where we are feeling open, excited about the idea that, well, if the team can just keep their heads in the game, anything can still happen. Now, fourth quarter on the calendar or the business cycle doesn't always hold that same sparkling subtext of possibility and magic. Q4, they call it. And in retail, Q4 and holiday shopping are all about rescuing or making up for, well, for lean first through third quarters. So that's a little bit more Well, I think of it as a more negative view, more of a this is our last chance kind of view. Have you heard the quote from the French writer Michel Wellebeck? Anything can happen in life, especially nothing. That's a good warning. And that's a little bit of the distinction I'm trying to draw here today at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Anything could still happen. But is that how you want to leave it? Do you want to leave that sentence written in that sort of passive construction? Because generally, the best way to predict what's going to happen is to decide what we will make happen. And you don't have to be a fanatic or a warrior or a visionary zealot to change the future. To change your future, you can just change your thoughts. And you can just change your thoughts about the future a little, little bit. And that's why the fourth quarter sports analogy is one that I like to hold on to and offer my clients, my clients and myself at this time of year, in spite of my low level of sports literacy. It's the fourth quarter and anything can still happen like in a movie or a page turner of a book when we get that sense that anything can happen it's one of the best feelings right that breathless adventurous feeling so when the game gets interesting in the fourth quarter when the list of possible suspects changes suddenly in the mystery novel or that battle in a Game of Thrones episode where the person you absolutely knew was going to make it to the end now has his head on a spike, well, now it's all up for grabs. And that's not because of that passive construction anything can happen. It's because, it's because of the decision, the athlete, the coach, the writer, the director, they make it happen. They keep their attention, their thoughts, their focus, their feelings in play right up to the end. So, okay, decide, okay? We're deciding right now how we want to show up for the fourth quarter, how we want to 
play out the rest of 2021 because whatever you decide and show up for will change everything. Because by deciding and showing up, you change you. And that changes everything. No, you're right. The athlete can't throw the ball and block and tackle and catch it. No, we can't as individuals do it all. But the athlete can show up and she can do her part, whether it's defense, offense, running, positioning, reacting, supporting, throwing, catching, passing, cheering, yelling, communicating, signaling. Believe me, fate is open to your participation. So decide. Decide what you want for your fourth quarter right now while my producer Charlie plays us in. Hello, veg heads and veg your besties. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach, a practicing vegan, and I've been here every week for over a year now, encouraging you to eat more plants and challenge yourself to set an impossible goal. You know, so many of us think moving towards a vegan or a plant-based lifestyle is impossible. That it's too big a change. And that you don't have the willpower or the discipline or the time or the support. And I get it. Because while you're thinking those thoughts, you're right. Isn't that the old Henry Ford quote? Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. While you're thinking those thoughts, you aren't making it possible and you aren't developing your discipline or your willpower and you don't create the time and you don't build your support system. You know, it's almost as if your thoughts create your reality. So here today at the beginning of Q4, October 2021, the fourth quarter, we are going to look at one of those thoughts. It's not the right time. Episode 57, where we learned that the wrong time is always the right time. So here we are, Veg Heads, Veg Your Besties, quarter four. And we've had a couple of interviews on the podcast for the last couple of weeks. And it's time for me to send you out some tough love. And we're going to talk about quarter four and the thought we might have that it's too late It's the wrong time. There's too much going on. October, November, December, quarter four. So cast your mind back across 2021. Back at the beginning. Was there something at the beginning in January, perhaps, that you wanted by now? Was there something you wanted to have accomplished? Something you wanted to be practicing routinely by this point? Was there something you wanted to have 
jumped from your handwritten to-do list or from your resolutions list last January into real life by now? Now remember, be honest, there's no judgment here, no recriminations, and also no justification or excuses. The secret to change, said Socrates, was in focusing your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. So if that's you, and it's probably all of us, if you had a goal that did not receive much attention from you, that's no problem at all, because it just is. And we're not interested in fighting the old, right? We're building the new in the fourth quarter. And anything can still happen if you want to show up like a player and get your head in the game. So if you want to leave it up to chance or fate, that's what French writer Michel Wellebeck is saying. Anything can happen in life, especially nothing. But if you're willing to show up just a little bit more, let's go. Because the only impossible journey is the one you don't start. Just starting puts the universe into motion. Just starting. Starting and being willing to show up, to be a beginner, to ask for help, to ask for what you want, to examine why you haven't been asking for what you want up till now. I think that that is fun. So let's take a quick look today at the idea that this could be the wrong time. The fourth quarter, or if, or if you're listening at another time, it's probably true that whatever time you're in, you're thinking, hmm, not the right time. But you may think now, no, really, Michelle, now isn't a good time for my goal. And here on this podcast, we're usually talking about goals of limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products. Or if we are already vegan, another goal like up-leveling the way we feed ourselves or making more sustainable choices. But if there's another goal on your mind, You just substitute that one. Because what I'm talking about here works for pretty much everything. Who among us has not had a goal and thought, yeah, no, not right now. Not the right time. Stop eating butter and eggs before the holidays. Stop eating meat during tailgating season. Stop eating dairy and gelatin before Halloween candy season. Give up turkey before Thanksgiving. Too many of us and the people we talk to will say, totally terrible time. You should do all that later or in January or after the holidays or after the wedding or the vacation to France or after you train for the 5K or after football season. And listen, for, first of all, you get to decide whatever you want to eat or not eat, buy or not buy, do or not do. It's up to you. I don't know what you should do, but I do know that if there's something you think you want to do and you think this is a bad time for it, 
then you're missing a really important opportunity. And that's the opportunity to see what you are making a problem. Say you want to limit your consumption of meat, eggs, dairy, and fish. And if that's not your issue, fill the blank in at home. Maybe you want to spend less money or drink less alcohol. Or maybe you want to limit the time you spend scrolling on your phone or you want to eat more whole foods or spend more time painting or writing, creating a new business. But you have a thought about what you want and you think, mm-mm, now is not the right time. And if you're like most people, you have all sorts of evidence for me why. Why now won't work. Holidays, expectations of others, weather, festive foods, Thanksgiving traditions and gatherings, your commute time, the shorter days or the longer nights, travel plans, weddings, school commitments, visiting parents, caring for sick pets. First of all, first of all, let's just drop that idea that someday you will not have all these issues. Do you sometimes think you'll cut your ties with contemporary society and humanity and, I don't know, move to an ashram where all you have to do is commit to your own personal goals? <laughs> okay, maybe you don't think ashram. But most of us say things like this, right? We say things like, well, when things slow down, when we get settled, when I finish my project or my degree, when we sell the car or after we move, or when I lose 20 pounds, or after the baby's born, or we get the kids organized, or my parents don't need me so much, or the dog dies, or I retire. Listen, I have heard all of those whens from people, and I say it myself sometimes. One of these days, we'll talk about what my coach works on with me. But this excuse, it's not the right time. What does it really even mean? I think it's just I think it's just a socially acceptable way of permanently delaying something, putting it on the back burner basically forever. I mean, you still get to signal that you are the kind of person who values those things, someone who values plant-based eating or animal ethics or fitness and health or or whatever behavior change or lifestyle change you aren't committing to right now. It's a way that you can be all for it and yet not have to. And since almost everyone is using that excuse, it's not a good time about something in their own lives, they're unlikely to really push back very hard. Yeah, yeah, holidays, grad school, mm mm-hmm. Kids in preschool, sure, yes. Houses on the market, I got it. Travel plans, family reunion. Yeah, it's not the right time. Probably ever. Because we have made this equation, this equation of behavior change being all or nothing. And sometimes with clients who are focusing on limiting the amount of meat or poultry they consume, we talk about the holidays and why this is the perfect time. 
the perfect time. And it's because the calendar is so full for so many of us. So go ahead, pull out a calendar, circle all the days or all the meals you still want to be able to eat animal products during. Turkey on Thanksgiving, bacon and eggs at Christmas brunch, fish and seafood with the in-laws on Christmas Eve or a Hanukkah brisket. What else? What days? What days are you traveling? What meals do you want to be able to eat dairy? What are the top three or four things you think you can't live without right now? Cheese? Bacon? People say bacon all the time. I don't believe them, but they say it. Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> let's just let's just be honest. Because there are about 90 days in quarter four. And only about 12 of them could actually be called holidays. But what if I gave you the option of pulling any meal or any day out of the plan? Hmm? Do you think that if you ate plant-based or vegan most of the time? That's from Sid Garza Hillman, M-O-T-T. -T, most of the time, Mott. Maybe 45 days or around 130 meals this quarter. Do you think if you did that, you'd know a lot more about how to limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products? Do you think you'd know a lot more than you know right now? Do you think you'd know more about how to shop, how to order in restaurants, how to answer questions and prepare foods, how to read labels, how to learn how big your serving needs to be when you're eating foods that are not high calorically dense meats and dairy? Would you have a lot more skills and insight if you didn't make a rule for yourself that is so challenging that you don't even try? And I know, <laughs> I know what some of you are saying. You're saying, Michelle, the point is that eating animals is cruel, unhealthy, and destructive to the environment. And yes, I would agree. But if we're already eating animals, hmm? if we're already, the all or nothing is not working. Many of us need to practice before we adopt a vegan practice. Some of you have been told by your physicians that you really need to immediately address the amount of animal fat you're eating. And for some of us, that's all we need to hear. 100% compliance, overnight. It's not everyone though, right? Some of us just can't see how we can do it perfectly. So we just don't really try. But how? How can you learn to make it easier and more fun and more automatic and more satisfying if you don't even get started? Because yes, eating whole food, plant-based, vegan, can be easy and fun and automatic and satisfying. 
The other day, a good friend asked me if I missed anything from the world of eating animals and their products, and I definitely do not. Not anymore. It's been a while that it hasn't been an issue for me, but that wasn't always the case. So if you're looking at the calendar, and quarter four just seems too daunting a time to limit or eliminate animal products, I know you can go out there and find a bunch of people to agree with you. You can. But is that what you want? Really? Because I'm calling BS on that. I don't believe you really want that. But I do believe you're scared of failing in public. I do believe you're scared of being judged by others, uncomfortable at the idea of judging yourself harshly or feeling like a quitter or that you can't do it. You're not alone. You're not alone. Do you know how many of us are grown-ups and we still have that middle school thought that if we don't try, we can't fail? Listen, that's the only way you can fail if you don't start. It's the only way. The only really impossible journey is the one you don't even set out on. So delaying your plant-based or vegan journey until you have no stresses, no holidays, no conflicts, no travel plans, no family commitments, that's not going to teach you how to really live in this real world as a vegan. Because all the excuses that come up, you don't need to hide from them and you don't need to be ashamed of them. Those excuses will point you in the right direction. They will help reveal to you how the habit of eating meat, eggs, dairy, and fish works in our lives. I can walk you through quarter four with the tools and the resources of Veg Your Best, and you will be so much further along 90 days from now. If you didn't need to be perfect, could you start? Could you start by vegging your best? There is support and help for you inside my one-on-one coaching program. And I promise you that what you learn by limiting and eliminating animal products from your life has ripple effects in every single other aspect of your reality. I mean it. So, let's go. Even if you think it's the wrong time, especially if you think it's the wrong time. It's the fourth quarter, and anything can still happen. I promise you that this is definitely the best time to veg your best. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps 
bump us up a little in the rankings. And that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.